and peace from God, our Father, and our Lord, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Our meditation this morning, taken from Luke's Gospel, chapter 13, listen again to verse 31. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to Jesus, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. So far, our text. Several months ago, I watched an old movie called Three O'Clock High. It was the story of Jerry, a, a nerdy but lovable high school kid who somehow got on the wrong side of the meanest and most intimidating school bully that you've ever seen. Well, Jerry and the bully are scheduled to fight in the parking lot after school. Jerry endures the longest day of his life as he tries everything under the sun to escape his three o'clock appointment with pain. He tries to run away. He tries to get the bully expelled by planting a switchblade in his locker. He tries to hire a football player to beat the bully up. He robs the school store and tries to pay the bully off. Nothing works. Three o'clock comes, the bell rings, and Jerry is forced to face the bully after all. Well, bullies are not a new invention, are they? In our, our text this morning, some Pharisees, of all people, try to warn Jesus about a bully named King Herod. Now, don't be blown away by the fact that the Pharisees were trying to help Jesus. There were quite a number of these religious scholars in Jesus' day, and not all of them were bad. In fact, Jesus would often be invited to the Pharisees' uh, homes for dinner, and he would almost always accept. And don't be surprised that King Herod was a legitimate threat to the life of God's son, because to call Herod a bully is almost a compliment. He was a nasty piece of work who had systematically and ruthlessly eliminated any and all threats to his kingship and his throne, including many of his own relatives. In fact, the Jews had a saying when it came to King Herod. They said, it's safer to be one of Herod's pigs than to be a member of Herod's family. Not only did Herod guard his throne jealously, he also protected his reputation jealously, and he had already violently dispatched one Jordan River preacher who had criticized his rule. So it's no big surprise that Jesus is on Herod's hit list, especially since lots of folks were saying that Jesus was really John the Baptist risen from the dead. Look out, Jesus, the Pharisees were warning. Herod the bully wants to meet you in the parking lot. Not an idle threat. Herod was a killer, and Jesus knew it. But look at our Lord's reaction in our text. After being told of Herod's evil intentions, Jesus did not turn tail and hit the highway. He did not try to hide a switchblade in Herod's locker, nor did our Lord hire a hitman 
to get rid of the Herod problem once and for all. Nah, Jesus says two things. First of all, first of all, he calls Herod a fox. You go tell that fox, Jesus says. And this is not a compliment. In the Jewish way of thinking, kings were supposed to be lions, brave rulers who, who faced their foes openly and honestly in battle with their wounds and their scars all on the front. Foxes were sly and cunning rather than brave. Foxes killed at night. Foxes killed from ambush. Foxes preyed upon the young and the innocent and defenseless. And so really what Jesus was saying is, I know you, Herod. I know how nasty you are, and I'm not afraid. Second thing that Jesus was saying was this. He was saying, hey, I have a job to do, and nothing's going to get in my way. Listen to our text. Jesus puts it this way. Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, but the third day I finish my course. Does that sound wishy-washy to you? No, it doesn't. Does Jesus know that a cross waits for him in Jerusalem? Absolutely. Does he know what's going to happen three days after he's dead on that cross? You bet he does. Jesus knows who he is. He knows what his mission is to save you from your sins and me from my sins. And he knows what completing that mission will cost. I have a job to do. No king, no bully is going to stand in my way. You go tell that to Herod. You tell him every word. I love that about Jesus. I love that Jesus, our Savior, is not a wimp. And so often we see pictures of Jesus so tender and kind, holding the little lambs, holding the little children in his arms, and all of that's true, and all of that's wonderful, but Jesus is also a tough guy. He's a man's man. He stands up to kings. He stands up to bullies. He's stubborn. He's resolute. His will is like iron. Nothing will keep him from accomplishing his mission, not devil, not demons, not Herod, not some Roman governor, not bumbling disciples, nothing. He's as tough as the nails that will soon staple him to the cross, but that's his mission. That's why God sent him. Hey, Jesus, Herod the bully wants to kill you. But that's not the only bully that Jesus has to worry about. In fact, the whole city of Jerusalem was packed with bullies who, like Herod, once those Palm Sunday hosannas had faded away, would be crying for Jesus' blood. The Reuters News Service recently conducted a poll trying to determine the top ten most unpopular people in the world. And here's the list that they had, uh, beginning with the worst first. You can guess that the first one is Vladimir Putin. Okay, then Kim Jong-un, all right? 
Then Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Kamala Harris, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, Bill Cosby, Ellen DeGeneres, and last but not least, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Jesus knew what it was like to be unpopular. He knew what it was like to be on top of that list. And after he'd failed to live up to the political expectations of the Jewish masses, oh, they would turn on him like a Lake Superior storm in November. They wanted to kill him, plainly, simply. They wanted him dead. They're waiting for Jesus in Jerusalem. He knows it. But listen to what Jesus has to say to those folks in our text. He says this, and this is so Jesus. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood beneath her wings. Do you see the contrasting comparison there? The scintillating irony here? Jesus refers to Herod as a fox and to himself as a mother hen. Do you know how a mother hen protects herself from the fox? She doesn't. She folds her wings over her chicks and offers her body to the jaws of the fox, hoping that her sacrifice will give her young a chance to escape. That's what Jesus would do in Jerusalem. That's his mission, to offer himself into the jaws of Pilate and Herod and the caustic mob so that you and I can live. The strangest thing of all is that Jesus loved those bullies. The craziest thing of all is that Jesus wanted to save all the bullies. The most beautiful thing of all is that Jesus would offer his body as a sacrifice on the cross so the bullies would have a chance to believe in him and be saved as well. Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they do. All right, let's review a little bit. What do we learn about Jesus with all this? First of all, we learn Jesus is tough. He's brave. He's stubborn. And when the expectations of culture contradicted Christ's mission, he stood his ground. He held firmly. He didn't cave. Didn't matter if he was hated. Didn't matter if he was unpopular or if he suffered or even died. Nothing would prevent him from climbing upon the cross and then walking away from his empty grave. His mission came first because you came first. He loves you. And secondly, we learn that Jesus loved the bullies. He loved the nasties. His heart went out even to those who hated him and would do him harm. He loved them to death. And he died for their sins too. Well, that's what you learn about Jesus. But what do you learn about yourself? Well, first you learn that you have to be tough to be a Christ follower. If they did it to the master, they'll do it to the followers too. And right now in our culture, there are many who hate you because you wear a cross around your neck. So what? Be like Jesus. 
Be brave. And when today's culture ridicules you or opposes your faith, be stubborn. When today's culture hates you and tries to make you miserable, consider that the sweetest compliment under the sun because they tried to make Jesus miserable too. And secondly, what you learn about yourself is stick to your mission. Love God, love people, even the bullies. Wait for the chance to share the love of Christ with them too, especially them. Be like Jesus, no matter how difficult it becomes, no matter what it costs. Be like Jesus, and be like Jesus proudly. Hey, Jesus, there's a bully named Herod who wants to kill you. You go tell that fox I have a job to do, and nothing will stand in my way. Amen. And the peace in Christ that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.